Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, August 18th. Let's jump into today's top stories. The Big Ten officially announces its new media rights deal with Fox, CBS, NBC and Peacock, which will run through 2029-30. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty notes the deal is worth more than $7 billion plus escalators, sources told Sports Illustrated. The backloaded deal, which begins in 2023, averages out to more than $1 billion annually. The agreement with Fox, CBS and NBC comes with this caveat from a Big Ten source, we are not done expanding. When USC and UCLA are added to the conference in 2024, the annual payout over the lifetime of the agreement could average in excess of $70 million per member, in the 16-team conference. That windfall would not include additional conference disbursements, such as pooled bowl and NCAA basketball tournament revenue. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren on the deal, it emphasizes the point that live sports are still in demand, as a broadcast commodity. It was a unique and different experience, but I think people will look back and say it all worked out. On no longer airing games on ESPN, Warren adds, you'll see things evolve even after deals with Fox, CBS and NBC are finalized. There's constantly movement in this area. I look forward to determining if there are other ways that we can work with other major players in this business. 40 comments. It is believed that one of the SEC's reasons for slow playing its decision on whether to add an extra conference football game, from 8 to 9, was that it was waiting to see what the Big Ten's rights were worth. Could adding another layer of league play to the TV inventory be worth enough for the SEC to reopen its own rights agreement and seek more money? That remains to be seen. For today, the Big Ten schools are the ones counting their money and laughing all the way to the bank. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach reports CBS and NBC are each paying the league around $350 million per year. Adding, the deal is backloaded, CBS will not carry as many games in 2023 as it will for the duration of the contract, so the network will pay more in later years, and USC and UCLA will not join the Big Ten until 2024, so the added payments from then on, reflect the increase in inventory. CBS's Dennis Dodd says not to count ESPN out just yet, citing one high-profile source, who notes that if the league expands further it will need a rights holder to pay for the extra inventory. I would keep that window open for ESPN. Until all this is done, there are lots of moving parts. Never say never. CBS Sports Chair Sean McManus views expansion only as a positive, remarking that, we have really good exclusivity provisions in our contract. I can't go into specifics, but our window, to show games, is protected. If there were additional games to be added in different time slots, we would certainly take a look at that. I'm sure NBC and Fox would also. Tons more about the deal can be found in your D1.ticker email. The NCAA today sent a letter to members asking for assistance in NIL infractions cases, Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty reports. From the letter, the enforcement staff is actively investigating potential abuses of NIL transactions and will allege any substantiated concerns as soon as possible. Investigations can be challenging and the enforcement staff needs help from member schools. Specific information about contacts or transactions will expedite investigations and help us secure truthful accounts. Candidly, we need these materials because too many NIL arrangements are not made in the sunshine and getting accurate information is difficult. As enforcement works on behalf of member schools and student-athletes, we ask for your help in return. Together we can root out unfair behaviors while encouraging healthy NIL opportunities. 
Northeast Conference Commissioner Noreen Morris joins D1 ticker Connect Steph Garcia Psychos to dive into a recent AP article revealing pay disparities between men's and women's basketball officials. The article, which noted the NEC had the biggest gender pay gap among Division I conferences that provided data, also reported that the league has committed to level the playing field starting next season. Morris speaks to key issues at play, gender equity, elevating women in sport and determining market value in basketball. Morris stating, some conferences might say the market value is different in a regular season between men's and women's basketball, based on how many people are in the stands or how many eyes are on the television. That's not something that we typically look at and didn't when we decided to go with the same rate. It's the same product on the court and it's the same responsibilities. It's just a matter of how do you interpret what the overarching responsibilities are and do the men's officials have a higher responsibility than the women? I would have to say based on our outcome that no, it's the same thing. Full conversation can be found only on Connect. In personnel news. Delaware brings in Lincoln, Pennsylvania AD Harry Stinson III as its new Deputy AD of Internal Operations and Chief Operating Officer. The Southland Conference names Mountain West Associate Commissioner John Sullivan as Deputy Commissioner and COO. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, August 18th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.